0: Everybody, welcome to Utah Remote Con 2020. This is our first panel of the day of the convention. We are so excited that you're here. We are talking about Fast and Furious in space, mainly the future of the franchise. And I'm going to bring the panelists on in just a couple of minutes. But before I did that, I wanted to remind everybody about what we're doing with Utah Remote Con. Um, number one, we are on the youtube channel for stolen droids we're also on utah remote con facebook page that's where you can find all of our panels this week we encourage you to go and subscribe uh, to the youtube channel as well as go to the facebook page so you can follow that um more importantly what are we doing with utah remote con we are raffling off prizes at every panel to raise money for the American Cancer Society. If you would like to buy raffle tickets, you can do that by going to givebutter.com slash Utah RemoteCon 2020. You can buy tickets there. We have some great prizes that we're giving away. Uh, At the end of this panel, we will be giving away four Mad Max prints that have been donated to us uh, and an Alien versus Predator pin set, as well as a gift card to Mountain Donuts. Uh, So some great prizes to give away, and we'll have some more details on that at the end of the panel. Uh, If you don't want to get prizes, which is fine, and you just want to donate, you can donate to the American Cancer Society for our event by going to givebutter.com slash Utah remotecon 2020. So that's what we're doing here. We're hoping to raise some money. Our goal by the end of the week is to raise $5,000, and we're just over $1,400 right now. So uh, we encourage you to donate if you can share those links. If you can't, uh, we surely appreciate it. And I think at the end of the week, if we hit $5,000, I've heard rumors that I've got to like wax my legs or something. I don't know. Um, So I'm, I, I still want us to hit the 5,000 anyway, any either way. Right. So let me go ahead and bring on our moderator for this panel. We've got Steve and Izzy joining us from everything. I love or Everything I Learned From Movies podcast, right?
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, don't worry. Everybody gets it wrong the first four or five times. <laughs> Everything I learned from movies.
0: <laughs> it's easier to remember that than like the, the initials. I, mean, I have to think E I L F because like your Twitter is. Yeah. But we're we're so excited to have both of you here. I'm going to go ahead and add the other panelists here so you can introduce them. And then I'm going to disappear and let you guys run with the show. So let's get them added here. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Morning. Hey, doing well. How about you? i don't know. doing great. All right, See, I'm, I'm gonna disappear now and let you guys go with it. Excellent. Bye, Jake.
2: And I'm gonna apologize ahead of time. Our video is a little glitchy. We have a we have some new pro. Uh, what is it? Uh, technical equipment coming, but uh, yeah, we're we're a little <laughs> slow right at the moment. So. Yep.
1: Uh, and as uh, Jake was saying, you can donate at givebuttercom slash RemoteCon 2020 Uh, And if you donate specifically for Team Everything I Learned from Movies, uh, uh, with a $50 donation, uh, you'll be getting an art print or paracord bracelet of your choice from untidyvenus.etsy.com. My lovely wife is displaying some of her art here. Or a $100 donation. Guess what? You get to pick a movie for us to do on the podcast, and we'll send you a little gift bag. So uh, keep that in mind. And uh, remember, every dollar you you get your raffle tickets, Um, too, right?
3: Actually, I donated to you guys versus Soul Droids.
1: But yeah! Least...
4: Thanks, there Ben. There you go. Good job, Ben.
2: <laughs> and I just want to say on a personal note, uh, the gift card to Mountain Donuts, oh, that's yeah. our favorite donut shop. It is fantastic. Yeah,
1: and our neighbors up here, which is yeah. great. But, uh, but let's go around and introduce our, our fellow panelists here. Uh, I guess we'll start ladies first. Uh, please welcome Val. Uh, she's from Movies That Made Us and uh, B98.7, among other things. She's very busy. Welcome, Val.
5: Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to talk about Fast and Furious today.
1: Excellent. And then uh, we have Craig Price from Matinee Heroes. Uh, Craig!
4: Hey, good, good to see you guys. Uh, somewhat confused why I'm here, but I'm happy to help out because I wanted to be on the first panel of the con.
5: He hates these movies. Why is he here?
1: <laughs> I
4: do.
5: Who I mean, at least they're here? on why I'm here.
1: Yeah, so as somebody who's seen number eight, Eight and maybe Hobbs
4: and Shaw. I (laughs) I saw Hobbs and Shaw. I saw eight because you forced me to. And I'm pretty sure that the only reason (laughs) I'm here is this is a revenge situation where you told Jake to put me on this panel. So you think because I'm such a professional, I would watch all the movies to make sure I was ready. I did not.
1: Damn it! Didn't work. All right. Well, uh, also joining us, uh, we have Ben Fuller, who's a co-founder of uh, was it SLC Nerd and excuse me, and Geek ATL. Welcome, Ben. Yeah,
3: yeah. So we were, you know, a defunct con. Now we just run a fun little Facebook page these days.
1: Nice. And uh, looks like you're you're joining us from the beach there.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm better than you guys. So I'm sitting on the beach right now in the south. (laughs) Uh, where nothing's on fire, from what I can tell.
1: No. <laughs> Just drinking a Your
4: hair is on fire. And... You're it, it is. <laughs>
3: My wife would be super pissed when she realizes I'm doing this, and she's not a fan of the bleach blonde hair. Um, so now this is on in infamy for her. Um, I'm 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 gonna get an angry text message here shortly, I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And also joining us, we have Robert. And Robert, sorry you kind of
6: showed up last minute as far as I know. I have no idea who you are, but welcome.
1: (laughs) Tell us about yourself. Tell us about yourself. Uh,
6: Thank you for having me. Um, Yes, last minute edition, but happy to be here. And happy to talk about the uh, Accelerated and the Aggrieved. Excellent.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess, uh, I mean, on our our podcast, we Mm -hmm. lived life a quarter April at a time (laughs) and went through all 10 of the Fast and Furious movies. That's right. That's right, including Roger Corman's 1954 classic, The Fast and the Furious, which, this may shock you, a little different than than what you're used to.
2: I mean, it does involve trying to escape to Mexico and outrunning the cops. It
1: does, it does. So there's a little tie-in there. But um, I guess just kind of going around... if you just want to tell us uh, maybe your, your favorite moment and your least favorite moment of the franchise. Um, uh, Craig, let's start with you since that should be really quick.
4: <laughs> well, so my really favorite part is usually the end credits. Uh, not. Uh, <laughs> and my least favorite is whenever that walking toe Vin Diesel shows up. I'm not a big fan of Vin mm-hmm. Diesel. Um, Paul Walker's fine. Uh, I, I like, you know, when uh, Michelle Rodriguez, is, she's, I like her. She's tough and, sp- and spunky. I like her. But uh, Vin Diesel, uh, he's the reason I'm probably the, the least involved in the Fast and the Furious because he makes me furious, and he's not that fast. you got to
2: watch uh, Too Fast, Too Furious then.
4: Because yeah, he's not I'll in go. it. That's right.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and
3: Tokyo Drift. Drove
4: up for like four minutes in Tokyo Drift. Yeah.
1: So yeah. It should be fine. <laughs> And uh, Craig, you didn't mention Charlize Theron as your favorite moment when she shows up at the Dreadlock, so I'm a little confused.
4: Well, she that is, but I, you know, it's early and I didn't want to, it's early morning stuff. I just didn't want to get everybody <laughs> all hot and bothered this early. But yes, whenever Charlize appears, it was my favorite part of the franchise, the entire franchise. I, though I just found out Gal Gadot is also in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. So maybe I have to revisit that. I don't know. Now I'm starting to sound like a pervert, and and I'm not. So,
5: Everything's coming out here.
1: Nice. Uh, Ben, how about you?
3: Guys, uh, anything that happened in Tokyo Drift, I'm here for. Yeah. The series, and I think I said this in that little Facebook group, like I stand Tokyo Drift. Without Lucas Black and Bow Wow, we we don't get Han. We don't get literally anything else after that, so I'm here for that. And my least favorite is probably when he died. In Tokyo Drift, not well later in the series again, but Tokyo Drift.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We uh, we we have some theories. You may not have uh, Deckard Shaw without Twinkie, so
3: (laughs) you wouldn't like you just don't get them. It's that's how it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, Robert. How about you?
6: Um, least favorite is probably Too Fast, Too Furious, Um, top (laughs) to bottom. Um, you know, no, no, bad no cause you know, I, I watched it the other day because I was like, I know I've seen this movie and can't remember anything about it. Watching it, I'm like, yeah, no, this really did nothing for me. Um, even without Vin Diesel, sorry, Craig. Oh, and, I that's that I should want to see that now. <laughs> um, <laughs> favorite, really, I enjoy the race scenes and watching how the different directors have tried to visualize them. I think that those that's actually kind of my favorite thing, but that's the uh, smoking the bandit kid in me. He's just like they're going fast. This is great.
3: Well, that's probably yeah. why he's like number two, since they faked all the race scenes in number two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because, well, uh, yeah, that's just it. Like a. Oh. Go fate
4: of the eight was so realistic, Um <laughs> that they faked <laughs> any of that. That was all real. The ice, which 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 is the one where the they jump from act. building to building, building, building to building. Yeah, yeah. That's number seven, seven. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, a real uh, a real cast of characters for the directors too. I mean, too fast, too furious is John Singleton, and uh, oh, yeah, you but know, it was, uh, was just not Ren John's and... top work by no, any stretch. No, not a little bit.
2: <laughs> hey Val, what's your uh, your favorite and least favorite scenes?
5: Um, so I'm not going to go by scenes, but like my favorite would it probably be the first movie because I was a huge Point Break fan and you guys can throw me under <laughs> yeah. the bus for that. But I was young when that movie came out and I was like this Fast and Furious is kind of like Point Break. You, you've got no, a guy that's kind of infiltrating like it is the same movie, but you have faster cars and like I like Vin Diesel, so I was all for it. Um, So for me, I was like, okay, this is the start of a really good relationship with me and action movies. And I love the franchise. But Hobbs and Shaw, everything about that movie is my favorite. It's my spirit animal movie. And when all of the cars connect to the helicopter is the most ridiculous thing in the world. But I love it. If somebody can recreate that scene for me as like a small thing that I can put on my you know, right here next to me. I want we'll that. Talk. I I want the yeah, I want all of the I want it. I just want to play with it. I want it to be mine.
4: Isn't there was, a scene where the rock is holding on to the chain? Yeah, it's, it's just captain. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, just yeah, yeah, Captain exactly. America. Spider-Man.
5: It's, just, it's Spider-Man when he's holding the webs and the
4: <laughs> McFarlane toys, get on a model for that. I want to see uh, uh, so many veins popping.
5: Oh, <gasps>
1: Nice. <laughs> How about you? What's your uh, favorite and least favorite moment?
2: Well, obviously my favorite is, yeah, all of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Oh, my God. Their love cannot be stopped. <laughs> that is the greatest romance movie of our time. <laughs> and um, least? least? favorite. Um, I'm, I, I'm sorry, Val. I'm not a huge Vin Diesel fan and especially pouty Vin Diesel. Like, any of the scenes where he's just fucking pouting, I really just want to punch him in the face because I'm like, I don't even believe you have emotions, so why are you trying to be sad? That's like
3: like number four on, like, yeah. yeah.
2: As soon as The Rock shows up, he's suddenly all sad and And Also, because The Rock is so much better than him. Yeah, he's not
4: acting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love The Rock, and then I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but as The Rock gets more and more shirtless throughout the series, Vin Diesel's sleeves get longer and longer. Like in eight, he's like straight up wearing like a long sleeve, like waffle tee
1: Wait
4: till last night; he's in a burka.
2: But right,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's for me. Uh, I'd say my least favorite moment, uh, when Vin Diesel came back in number four. No, um. Uh, <laughs> No, the One of the stupidest moments is in number four when he's, like, standing in the street and, like, imagining Lenny's uh, death re- recreation or whatever. That was dumb. But my, uh, my favorite moment by far is, Dominic Toretto, I'm Deckard Shaw. You don't know me. <laughs> but you're about to. <laughs> That's right. When the transporter comes into the series,
4: <laughs> that was an impeccable impression, as well. I know, right? <laughs> My is spot on.
2: He also does an excellent version of that with Tom Hanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Save it for later. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right. So, uh, obviously, we're all huge fans, especially Craig. Uh, so, why. Why is this Point Break remake? Why is it spun off into this multi-billion-dollar industry? Any any theories on that? Let's start. Uh, let's start with Ben. Bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I, I mean,
5: so, like just they,
3: <laughs> I think to be perfectly honest, it's because they just don't care. Like they're just like, cool. We can pull a, a vault through the streets of Brazil like it, like somebody wrote turn that script in and they were like yeah we're going to do this like there's nothing wrong with this at all let's mm-hmm. let's shoot it and they did it and i i think that's what people love about it that's what i love about it and i don't i mean that for me is how extravagant they get and like just don't give a shit at this point
1: <laughs> yeah yeah number 5 they seem to stop giving a shit and then it just kind of escalated from
3: there <laughs> like, let's so let's go some cop car and race them while pulling a vault like a safe like there's no no way like around.
1: You do. Yeah. It's like it's a Saturday for us. That's what it is. <laughs> How about you, Robert?
6: Um, I think it's I think it's partially the popcorn movie factory. You can just walk in, turn your brain off, and just shovel popcorn into your mouth and just like, I'm watching these guys do the most ridiculous stunts and the most ridiculous things, and can't get enough of it. I mean it's it's part wacky races, it's part, you know. They're trying to give a story, but uh, we're just going to wind up doing some ridiculous stunt. It, it turns to like either James Bond or Mission Impossible. With what stunt or what action scene are we going to get this movie?
1: Yes, excellent. Uh, Val, any theories?
5: Yeah, for me, I mean, there's a few of them. I mean, I'm a huge Die Hard fan. And if you love Die Hard, you know that you're going to watch it for ridiculousness. There's nothing real about it. Nobody's going to fall, you know, off of a huge bridge that breaks in a white T-shirt and walk away with it being totally clean. But that happens in Die Hard. Like, so when you get... When you get Die Hard and then you get Fast and Furious, you have movies that now have all the stunts that you want, all the action scenes. Plus, you have really fast, pretty cars that you're never going to be able to own. Girls, you're never going to be able to date. And then they throw in heart. They throw in the the storyline of this family that now you feel a part of. So not only do you have ridiculousness, but you also have this kind of family, heart, like we're all together in this. And I, I kind of, I, you kind of feel that there's, there is a little bit of story, a little bit of heart, but then there's a whole lot of explosions and boobs and it's great.
1: Yeah. Okay. And and I think it's pronounced family.
5: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, fam. Sorry.
4: <laughs> uh, Craig, how about you? Well, I think Robert's got it right. It's, it's really everything from 1975 mixed into a bowl and then you throw the future and a $100 million at it. So it's got the race cars of, you know, smoke, smoking and the Bandit. But it also has that Roger Moore era bond where it's ridiculously <laughs> stupid goofy where they wink-wink at the camera versus, you know, Daniel Craig where they don't even – it's very grounded. So I think it's goofy, wacky, crazy because I was told that you shouldn't even watch it until the fifth movie. And if I have to invest in the four bad movies to get to the fifth movie <laughs> – they said after that it goes crazy, and it ha- it does. They they turn from DVD stealing people, car thieves, whatever. So they're stealing DVDs, which is, and then now they're going to be, I guess, intergalactic secret agents. So that's it's, it's really <laughs> James Bond with cars and money. And First uh, really off, I will not have you be to for
1: pigeon double take. <laughs> Sorry, Robert, go ahead. No, no problem.
6: (laughs) To go back to Val's point, it does have heart, and that is true. Um, One thing that I noticed in one, and then everything from four after, is that there is that family theme that runs through it that I didn't really get with two. It was not there for me at all in three. But the other movies, it is about the bond of this family that has come together, you know, not by blood, but by choice. And, you know, how they stick together. And Val's totally right, they have that heart that a lot of movies lack otherwise, that kind of brings you into it, outside of just the action and adventure portion of it.
1: Yeah, like, James Bond doesn't have that heart, and so it's like, hey, you can change the lead character every couple of movies, and it's like, well, it's still the character, so it's going to be action, he's going to, you know, run through a couple secret agents, and that's that. But- yeah,
4: but Smokey and the Bandit does have heart, so it's it Smokey does. and the Bandit <laughs> and Roger Moore's James Bond together, and that's why
1: they had the four CMTV movies like Bandit Bandit Bandit, Bandit Goes Country, <laughs> Run Bandit Run. Uh, you know, I, I've gone back here, we, we can talk about those another time, but yeah, but Smoke and the Bandit didn't make
5: the kind of <laughs> run, didn't not <laughs> to?
1: <laughs> All right, what's the time marker? 1845,
6: that was Craig's first facepalm. All right, I just want to mark that down. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Craig, if it makes you feel any better, just before my twins were born, we were trying to figure out how to refer to them other than baby A and baby B, and it was Smokey and the Bandit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, love it. Muted,
5: like, Craig. Craig, you're muted. We can't hear you.
1: <laughs> I didn't do it.
5: That's the best I way. I, I mean, I think Jake did it, which makes me love Jake even oh,
4: more. The machine. <laughs> I pulled it out. I thought you were going to call them Flash and the Snowman.
6: No, no, <laughs> they were supposed to in it.
4: But Yeah, that's, that shows you my diehardness. I I was going to one with the car, but that's too much. That's yeah, a little, a little, little, little ostentatious. Um, okay, so starting starting with Robert.
1: Fast Nines coming out. Eventually, Hobbs and Shaw two. There's talk about a female spinoff. All that stuff. Where is the franchise going? What uh, What are your thoughts on where it could be going?
6: Besides be honest, space, obviously. Almost anywhere. Um, it's you know I'm waiting for them to go. There's an asteroid coming to Earth. We need somebody to go get it. Send this team, and they're off. You know, doing Armageddon with uh, better music and a better script. Possibly, <laughs> I like Armageddon. You got to race uh, around this asteroid a, fast enough to throw it
1: off its axis.
6: Yeah. <laughs> no, I like Armageddon, <laughs> but I mean, it could just it could do anything. After the fact, they've gone from like Craig was saying, we, we're hijacking DVD players. You don't really get that until the last third of the movie. To we are fighting alongside FBI agents and international uh, might- operatives to take down whomever because they're affect. I guess the Suicide Squad for the whoever Interpol or shaw's agency well you went from um, Hobbs' agency you went from
3: dvd players to the rock picking up a missile like a like a submarine torpedo but
6: but uh, it's the rock and again it's it's the -the over-the-top action it's like is the rock gonna pick that yes he is is he going to hold the helicopter and and do the captain america flex of course he is so i mean it's not i would say it's not a stretch that it could go any direction including we're gonna go blow up this asteroid and save the world
5: I just want to see John Cena on top of the laser machine that they have in Armageddon, and then somebody has to yell off at him to get off of that machine. You can't that's see me. I'm I'm space dementia. <laughs> I was say, so John Cena is the one who gets the
2: space dementia.
5: I don't know Whose has head this, is big, who has a bigger toe head, John Cena or Vin Diesel. I Ooh, mean,
4: that's like a that's like having the big toe and the the second or third toe <laughs> next to each other. <laughs>
1: Right.
5: No, that requires
4: some like
1: water it. displacement experiment uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to get actual figures. All right, well, Val, how about you? Uh, any any thoughts about the future of the franchise?
5: I mean, I don't, I don't quite understand um, why they need to call it a female spinoff. Because the, I, one thing I do love about um, the Fast and Furious movies is that they've always had amazing female cast members that have a purpose. Like they're not just in there to be a female, like Gal Gadot's character, Michelle Rodriguez's character, um, you know, Jordana Brewster, eh, a little bit iffy, but like, you know, Chalice Theron, they're all pretty like big characters. So to say that it needs to be a spinoff, just make another Fast and Furious movie and pay more attention to them um they've got all the characters there they've got good storylines there so yeah I'd love to see it but I don't know necessarily that you need to say now this is a female spinoff like just make another movie and give them a bigger story
2: yeah I do appreciate that the women aren't just damsels in distress to be a damsel in distress yeah
3: well, I think that had a lot to do with Michelle Rodriguez, right? Didn't she threaten to leave once or twice? Because yeah. that kind yeah. of is the direction her yeah. we're
1: well,
5: well, because herself. she didn't
1: speak to Brian until, like, movie number seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was a fun fact that came up. Uh, uh, Craig, how
4: about you? Uh, what, what's going to get you back in theaters to continue watching these? Uh, they're gonna be, they have to keep adding the cast because... What I when they put the rock in, he's the franchise saver. Then they put Kurt Russell, and then they had Charlize Theron. Um, I mean, Scott Eastwood ain't gonna cut it. We have to we have to keep going bigger and bigger. I want to see a Harrison Ford. I want to make this Expendables team wise, except for people who aren't losers. I want to see the Expendables were for, for, for winners. Just uh, good guest stars, good villains. That's what I want to see because I mean, Idris Elba and Hobbs and Shaw was fantastic. Things like that.
1: All right. All right. I, I, I hear you, Nicholas Cage. I get it. Uh, yeah, ben, how go. about you?
3: Honestly, I at this rate, I'm assuming there's like another Toretto sibling we don't know about, and he's got a sister who's even more badass than apparently John Cena is, and she's going to be the bad guy for number 10. So that, that's what I'm looking for. I think John Cena shows up, you know, he becomes part of the family again sometime in the middle of that movie. I just, I assume he sees the error of his ways as Toretto way. And then it sets us up for his sister who was just like, you know, completely unknown until now.
1: All right, Ben, you've actually segued into my next question (laughs) because with fast nine and finding out, Oh, John Cena is a brother that we never heard about. Who's playing the sister.
3: I assume it's Charlize Theron. Actually. I think Cypher is his sister. (gasps) Like this, like that's what I'm going with right now. And that's why she knew about him. Not, (laughs) not like, not because he threw Owen Shaw out of a plane. Like that wasn't the first time. I mean, this whole thing has been yeah. been to get Vin Diesel back in the family.
1: Nice. All right. And then my next question to everybody was, who are the parents that come back? Who were Daddy and Mommy Toretto? It was uh, Burt
4: Reynolds and Sally Field. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Sally Field uh, too small. That's,
5: that's questionable. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna question that. Breathing. Who was the milkman? Who was the yeah. milkman in this relationship? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well,
1: I know when, when uh, Val guested with us on a, our Rocky Four episode earlier this month, well, I guess just last week. Oh, this is where Steve. So- uh, we we hypothesize that it's gonna be about this generation, Sylvester Stallone.
3: Well wasn't there wasn't there a rumor what before when Paul Walker died that Kurt Russell was supposed to be his long lost father? Like I remember reading that somewhere that when Kurt oh. Russell in the cast, he was supposed to be Brian Cochonor's Paul Walker's father, and they had to do a quick rewrite when Paul Walker died. Which I'm here for. Like, listen, Kurt Russell, he's my man. Santa Claus movies, everything. I'm, I'm <laughs> sky high. Like I live for high and they don't, it's criminal. There's not a sequel for that one yet.
1: <laughs> I feel the same way about death proof. <laughs> Anybody else got theories on the parents or uh, move on?
5: <laughs> I mean, I already told you, I don't think it, when we did your episode, I don't think it should be Rocky Sylvester Stallone, but that's only because I want to be able to understand what his dad is saying. I don't want another character that I can't understand. And he's just going to melt like with all those races and all the stress and the sweat, like his face is just going to melt off. Did
3: I I miss something here? Is dad dead or are we doing a flashback?
1: (laughs) Oh. Well, okay. So like the whole thing is like, yeah, the dad's theoretically dead, and I the mom's never spoken of, so she could be alive, and they just haven't brought her up in seven movies. Obviously, she's the voice of Hobbs and Shaw. Damn it. That's okay. So uh, are they gonna be the voice from Hobbs and Shaw? Because I got my own (laughs) theories about that. No, that's Kevin Hart. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> of course, that's why he was on the plane. It's Ryan
5: Reynolds. It's no, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah,
3: it's Kevin Hart. It's got to be Kevin Hart.
5: It's Ryan Reynolds.
2: I absolutely would love if Ryan Reynolds, like, they just keep playing his character the the way they have been, just as sort of, like, this dumb guy who's doing some shady shit in the background. But that's just it. He, like, he's trouble. not actual... No, but he's not actually anything. He's just a dumb guy who does dumb shit in the background. Like...
3: <laughs> he's the Mandarin <laughs> Iron Man. is just
2: you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you. You keep thinking he's gonna be some sort of bad guy or do anything, but no, he just keeps doing dumb shit in the background.
5: See, and I'd like to actually see him be the bad guy because all we see him be is this like quirky character all the time. So if he was like trying to be his friend the whole time and throwing that quirky character af- out there, and then all of a sudden he's like the worst villain ever, I think that'd be awesome to see him as something different. Well, I mean, uh, has he done
3: anything other than Deadpool since you know two guys in a pizza shop, like two girls in a, was it two guys in a? Girl
2: three, late Trinity, like, duh. Oh well,
4: yeah, that was before. Been,
3: he was kind of like you know pre. He was on his way to Deadpool there, like
4: well, and let's not forget yeah. him and and Sandy. In the, what that is, it the proposal? What is it called? I don't know what it's called. yeah. Like. yeah. yeah. Or RIPD, everyone <SSSSSSSSSSSR> oh, RIPD, soon forgets.
2: Obviously, yeah, he's mm-hmm. been doing lots of stuff. Him and Academy
4: Award winner Jeff Bridges, yeah. he's For been Academy. selling gin, leave him alone.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, Well, guys,
4: a, per, oh, too. Yeah, he owns a cell oh, phone, right, yeah. So he's also
5: been making babies, you guys. That takes a lot of time and effort.
4: Not for the dad. It only I mean, takes a couple minutes. <laughs> and the rest of it. I mean, depends mom. on the time thing, but
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, personally, I would love for the voice to be Tom Hanks in the villain role we've all been waiting for. Yes,
2: the ultimate mastermind, and yeah. he's not a character; he's just Tom Hanks.
4: The actual, yeah. like the Cunon yep. Tom Hanks that we all think yeah, that he's yeah. the evil guy who's really just a sweet. That's why he's got his Greek citizenship. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Dominic Toretto,
1: Tom Hanks here. You don't know me, but you're about to. It'd be fucking great. I mean, I'm sorry. It'd be really great. Was that Tom Hanks?
5: (laughs) (laughs) You're in so much trouble with Jake right now.
1: (laughs) Yes. Sorry, Jake.
5: (laughs) It wasn't me this time.
1: (laughs) PG 13, it regains one. (laughs) That would be the three or fourth. Ah. What? What? not here uh, alright, so so has anyone played the uh, Fast and Furious video game that came out a couple of weeks ago
3: I, I watched someone play it on YouTube and it's a mess
1: yeah, okay shock I'm shocked.
3: Like it, it introduces a whole new slew of characters and Toretto and Letty are just like, like they're like secret government you know, Interpol agents at this
4: point uh oh, Jake is back and he's not happy, uh oh <laughs>
5: He didn't mean to be back.
4: Yeah. I think he sort of just for that <laughs> Like That was the point.
5: I can see you and I can hear you and your swear words. Jake they yep. did it. Steven <laughs> Steve is the
4: other one swearing. <laughs> Sorry, at the right. end, he's going to have like, a
3: little tally sheet that he shows.
5: I get a prize <laughs> if I don't swear all week. He's going to get me ice cream.
3: Ooh. I mean, so I not get getting ice, ice cream. Ice cream if you want to swear. Like. <laughs> <laughs> there's uber eats we can get you
1: ice cream regardless (laughs) all right well as the uh the title of the panel implies do they go to space in number nine or do they do they save it for the 10th one so it's you know furious x or whatever if
3: uh, if if they were going to space we would have heard about it because mission impossible is going to space like there's no way they would not they would not brag about the fact they're going to be tom cruise (laughs) to space well, no, well, I don't mean like really sequel. going to space.
1: I mean like Moonraker going to space. <laughs> yeah, I think ten. I well, ten, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm less,
3: think ten I'm, too. I'm less involved in this conversation then.
6: Yeah, well, it's, it's, it'll be Fast X meets Jason X at that point. Yes, perfect. Exactly. That's what I was hoping you would say. You're welcome.
3: <laughs> like Sorry. the Toretto family <laughs> just starts populating the galaxy. Just
5: they get out fast there and Is supposed to be the sequel to Fate in the Furious?
4: Yeah, probably yeah. a direct sequel. It's like. Basically, well, they just cut the movie into two pieces, and the second part is coming right out. That was why it's supposed to be, like, back-to-back.
2: Obviously, yeah. there's a super virus that's going to get released on the world, but they had to edit that, you know,
4: due to, well, they, you know,
5: current political... Wait, didn't violence. that happen to Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah,
4: I thought that was the blood of Hobbs and Shaw.
5: It, yeah. She took it all into her own body at the same time?
4: So this is all Hobbs and Shaw's fault? That we're sitting in quarantine? <laughs> I mean <laughs> I knew I didn't like this franchise for a reason. And this is why. Because we're, we're stuck here in these little boxes because of them. I Thanks, mean, Idris Elba. Okay, I mean, so
5: I, I, I just I, think I, that John Cena should have I'm to shave his head. Because boxing. you've got Tyrese, sucking. you've got Ben Diesel, <laughs> and you've got John Cena. So John Cena should have to shave his head.
1: There you go. And Ben showing okay. off his beach he's those. got going on
4: there. Doesn't he always, oh, always yeah. shave his head? He doesn't like it. That's like asking now if you had Nick Cage shave his head. That's no. One thing, John but...
5: Cena is like high and tight. Like it's just this little yeah, like, bristly stuff. I oh. want it all the way off.
3: Oh, when your head is literally a square, that's kind of the haircut
2: you go with. She wants <laughs> to take his hair. Oh.
5: I want to see Ludacris <laughs> in a backpack being carried by John Cena as they're running <laughs> yes! on the moonscape. Right, so oh ludicrous, God, is, like right? turning around On the with of Endor. John Cena's running. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah, I see. had
6: no idea that I wanted to see that until you said that. <laughs> yeah. I want to see John Cena run like this.
5: This is how I want to see John Cena run. <laughs>
1: he's he's running like he's King Arthur, legend of the sword, having
4: a fit. <laughs> he's got that Tom Cruise thing going.
5: The way I run, that's not nice. <laughs> it's very Tom Cruise-y. That's how Tom Cruise runs. I don't run. Let's let's not kid ourselves. I do no running.
4: <laughs> well, that running thing come to a screeching <laughs> halt. Okay. So they're
3: going I to think space. Are Steven
2: they going is to is the moon? You. Are they going to?
3: No, they're going to the space station. They're like it's going to be like them and Elon Musk hanging out upstairs. How
5: are they supposed but- to have cars in the space station?
4: They will. Hover There's already a Tesla. Elon Musk sent a Tesla up there. Uh, they're going to incorporate that Tesla. Believe you me. The, and they have to
5: use that, that whole Tesla to save the
4: Tesla world. Back. The, whole idea
3: get, the whole mission is to get the Tesla back. Like that's the entire reason they're up there. Yeah. I, mean, I,
5: can I want them to go to the ship that Wally is on, and all the you got all the fat people, and then you've got them with big, you know, cars crashing through there. And then it's here comes. Going to be
4: it's gonna be that scene in *Ad Astra*, where they're yeah. racing. And they, well, remember, there was their the, t- the two moon yeah. cars were, and shooting at that each other. Awful, but yeah, I remember yeah, that. that movie was awful.
6: More like we *Dad Astra*, now, we am we, I right? They have to have him go to the moon to use that lunar rover that's still up there. That has yeah. to come in somehow. So it'll be the, mo- the rover and the Tesla racing yes. each other. Yes. The bad guy gets the Tesla. They've got to figure out how to how, how to. Hot rod up the lunar rover to take this on the test and save me. the world and the moon at the same time. Are we back? So the, the first yeah, act. We can, we, Steve, we can hear you. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hello. Yeah, we
1: just figured uh, we're going to shut down our streaming video here for the next 10 minutes because, yeah, apparently uh, our Wi Fi isn't great down here in our uh, fortress of solitude, oh, wow. we'll say. Our Wi Fi yeah. is
2: fine. I think it's your device.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh,
2: your devices, oh, yeah. oh with the, devices the device. I'm
1: already wasting a lot Listen, of. To you guys yeah, cannot
2: you.
3: be mean to Bow Wow. You would not have <laughs> the entire series without a little Bow it's Wow.
2: True. You're right. You're right. And so, so black, wait, like, wait.
3: the the oh. oldest teenager in the world, but like <laughs> him, like nothing else happens.
2: And it's true. Which brings me up to my absolute favorite, like little Easter egg in this. His uncle, who he calls to live stream from his flip phone during. Uh, Tokyo, Tokyo Drift is his uncle Deck, who r- has to check this out. He goes, r- "Yo, Uncle Deck, check this out!" In a couple of movies, Deckard Shaw is gonna show up in Tokyo. Now, why would he be an uncle? Maybe because his best friend in the whole world is a military guy. Now, who would could possibly be Twinkie's father?
4: Eijiro Silva. Could it
2: be Hydra Silva?
4: Yeah, I think you're taking the word uncle a little too literally. There's a lot of people who are Uncle Somebody who have no relationship. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Friends. They're just so buddies. hope you guys do in your little so- fortress of solitude <laughs> up there? Like,
5: <laughs> know, know, a lot. Okay.
2: In Hobbs and Shaw, they establish that uh, that Shaw and Idris Elba used to be like super super close, and then um, then Idris Elba set Shaw up, and Shaw had to shoot him a couple times in the head, right? But they used to be like best friends.
3: Yeah, but yeah. like. But, like, in the the streaming of this, like, Deckard, Deckard, like, he shot Han and, like, while he was still, while Bowen was still friends with him?
2: Obviously, look, we've already seen from the personals Han's going to come back. He's coming back for nine. Obviously, this is how he got Han away from the Yakuza. He faked his death. He helped him fake his death
5: and then put him in hiding. Come on.
3: I didn't realize well, Utah had such oh, great
5: I this is so opera. <laughs> right? Anybody can come back at any time. This is what's so great about these movies is that nobody's ever really dead.
2: Well,
1: yeah, We've already
5: had amnesia. Come it, on. Is
1: Dom's baby mama coming back?
5: Well, no, I do want to say she that
3: she's doing okay.
6: All the,
5: all the girls, all the female characters do actually die. That's yeah, not so. true because Letty came back. She wasn't
6: well, like, dead. Yeah, but um, Giselle didn't. <laughs> We didn't watch (laughs) Die
2: though. Yeah.
6: yeah. Giselle
2: just disappeared into the (laughs) darkness.
4: Well, I do want to I I do think it's strange that Tokyo Drift was a two thousand six movie and he could stream better on his phone than you guys can in (laughs) twenty twenty. Japanese
2: technology man.
4: That cut deep. So, that's 15 <laughs> years behind. You guys are but, you guys but, are on the cutting edge of 2005 out there. And look, look, sir. If you go through the timeline, Tokyo we, Drift actually takes place
1: in 2014 figure, look, or something. So, <laughs> because it's the end of Fast Six. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, still. <laughs> <Good time. laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Gee, what else we got going on with this? Um, when
4: do
5: man, we pull had... the? Uh, when do we pull the like the winners? Oh, do Jake does that. Oh, okay, Jake will yeah, come yeah, in. Back. And have yeah. this?
4: Okay, our master ceremony doing a, ceremony. Doing a fantastic job about
3: it. I know you guys don't want to talk about it, but I want to talk about the prelude because I watched all nine movies this week.
4: Whoa, I remember oh, nice. awesome. So Ben and I are the exact opposite. Steve <laughs> thought I like, would watch everything, which is why he put me on. I refused because I knew you would. At, at fear of my boss listening in on this
3: call, which I don't think he's on here because Jake won't tell us how many people are watching. Um, I got very little done this week because um, I was watching Fast and the Furious.
4: <laughs> you, you sound just like the demographic for Fast and Furious. I'm very much the demographic. Like I remember,
3: and the, I remember Fast and the Furious very well because it was the first PG-13 movie I was allowed to see without my mother or parents being there. I remember that very clearly because she had no idea what it was. And then I got there, and I like I was hooked for life. And I've been I've been at opening night for everyone except Hobbs and Shaw because I had a kid, and my wife wouldn't let me go.
4: And you're <laughs> complaining about other people's potential drug use? No, like no, no I'm not complaining. Right. I just want to
3: know, like, I want to know where I get some because they must they're all the up down there. <laughs> it's all, natural, so, all right. Baby. So yeah,
1: the prelude is between the first Fast and Furious and Too Fast Too Furious, correct?
3: Yes. That's where and, the skyline showed up. That's where he found the skyline for Two Fast Two Furious.
1: Uh, Which and, and, it, and if I remember correctly, because it's been a while since I've seen it, isn't it basically just Paul Walker driving for like 10 minutes? And then. Oh, that's,
3: uh, yeah, That's all it is. It's, it's him, like that Tom Hardy yeah. movie. It's him in a 3000 GT and then a skyline. Yeah. Um, picking up, he gets picked up by a, just a random lady. Who's like, yeah, I know who you are. You're right. That's Minka Kelly. Oh,
4: thank you very much. That's not some random lady. What? That's Minka Kelly, former Derek Jeter girlfriend and gift basket receiver. Minka Kelly. In the-
5: <laughs> you are weird. How do you, yeah. do you not? You that don't know, so about you so know about
4: Derek yeah, Jeter? You know about Derek Jeter.
5: It was just a very odd. When anyway, he breaks up, up with a girl,
4: he gives them a gift basket and says goodbye. Oh, oh. Classy <laughs> That's why. I'm he, just kind of curious how he knows this I'm a baseball fan so I know He broke up with yeah. him once. Great, 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 <laughs> yes, it yeah, once How do you think I got my, my <laughs> I got a whole Funko collection Thanks to Derek
2: <laughs> and A little note that says thanks for all the great nights
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just googled it to make sure It was actually Minka Kelly
4: and, Am I wrong? No, you are completely right. We are. I am wrong. completely right. Having done no research at all, I'm completely right. studying.
2: <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm right. sorry. I, you know, I stand corrected on the. It's actually called the Turbocharged Prequel to Too Fast, Too Furious is the official name.
4: Woo! Mm. Wow, That's their titling is right on the nose on that one.
1: <laughs> it, it, <laughs> the only it Continues
4: throughout the series. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Fast and Furious was number four. Remember that guys. All right. So it was when,
3: Fast and the Furious. And then it became just Fast and Furious for the fourth one.
1: Yeah, yeah that's yeah. when
2: that's when the tides turned.
1: Yeah. All right. But, that's so when Tarrant Fast Nine
3: make, make Black Two. Or no. Was, no, he got to make Chronicles of R- So if I remember correctly, he got some kind of agreement from Universal that if he did the three uh, Tokyo Drift, they would give him money for Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. So back for Tokyo Drift, he could do Chronicles of Riddick and then they, you know... Instead of just sandwiches,
5: they were going to give him money? Weren't they going to give him money?
3: In- <laughs> <laughs> I, probably not. I mean, did you, do you remember Chronicles of Riddick? <laughs> like, <laughs> we could have just stuck on sandwiches. It would probably have been the same movie.
1: Yeah. So I think Judy Dench showed up in the third one. Yeah, alright. So when Fast 9 comes out, who knows, a couple of weeks, couple of months, three years from now, are yeah. you paying the 30 bucks to watch it at home? Or do you yeah. already have it pre-ordered? I mean,
3: I mean I'll I mean, just
5: get sent the link so I'm fine
4: <laughs> Val's living in a different world than the rest of us as a film oh, I just tried
5: to be I tried to, be, uh, I tried to pull a Craig there and just be a jerk to everybody I said that <laughs>
1: yeah, Val gets the web link in a gift basket and it's like well sorry about Fast 9 here you go <laughs>
3: Cool. You'll get, you'll get a, an email from Tyrese complaining about how he's broke again. <laughs> 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 but, but Tyrese
5: is going to email me? That's going to happen?
3: <laughs> yes. Okay. I can promise you Tyrese is going to email you. It'll, it'll be, his, it'll be his, his personal email address.
4: Yeah, tyrese772 at gmail.com. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's at an AOL and you know it. <laughs>
1: Nice. Well, thank you for uh, joining us on our little uh, little adventure here through the Fast and Furious universe. Uh, if you uh, Val, let's start with you. If you want to shout out your uh, how people can follow you and where they can find you on the social medias.
5: Yeah, you can follow me at I am Val Cameron on Facebook, Film Dance Play on Instagram, and then uh, you can actually go to Movies That Make Us or Multiplane Podcast. Uh, those are both the podcasts that I have going on with the Stolen Droids. And thanks.
4: Well, thank you uh, Craig how about you Matinaheroes.com. I'm matine Heroes ev- at everything um, and you know please donate that's all I'm gonna plug the the, the the con I'm not please donate as much as you can. I know it's a pandemic I know we've got a bunch of different things going on and every dollar matters but uh, you can't you can't do worse I mean you can't do better than the American Cancer Society so please donate.
2: Yeah. Excellent.
4: Yes. Thank you. Uh, ben.
3: Yeah. Uh, you can find us uh, at SLC nerd on Facebook and the website, uh, geek ATL. And then also the single hilarity on Facebook as well. That's all the same group of us here. And then, you know, to Craig's point, donate. I uh, if, if you're a friend of mine and you haven't donated, I expect better of you.
6: <laughs> wow, rude. He's uh, not angry. Enough we don't.
4: Yeah.
6: <laughs> Uh, and Robert, where can I start following you? Uh, you can follow me at Shadowrunner at either uh, on either Instagram or Twitter. You can also follow me at fourcolorcoverage.com. And and uh, yeah, those are the best places to catch me.
5: Follow him on Instagram. He does like the best character montages ever. It's my life right now. <laughs> uh, yeah,
4: those the little
6: figures. Oh, uh, that the action yes. theater. Yes. <laughs>
4: it's, it's so, so that's amazing. actually you, Robert. You're not. You're not. You're doing those yourself? You're not resharing? Nope. I am doing
6: every one of those for the past almost four years. They're amazing. Good work. Yeah. Nice. Uh, speaking of art, babe, are you on social media at all?
2: I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Uh, I have a whole Etsy shop, and if you've donated 50 or or $100, uh, you can go go on over, check out my Etsy shop, untidyvenus.etsy.com, and see what prints you'd like. And just message Steve, and we'll mail those out to you as soon as we confirm your donation. Yeah, we'll be
1: able to look it up. And remember, it's specifically to team everything I learned from movies uh, over on Give Butter. but yeah. Just give, give, give in general, guys. That's for a great cause, uh, and of course, thanks to everybody involved with Utah Remote Con for having us.
2: Yeah, you guys are the greatest.
1: Yep, and uh, follow us on your all your favorite podcatchers uh, at EILF Movies. That's
4: everything I learned from movies. movies. Right. Now, Jake is <laughs> Jake is back with the tally. Who swore the most?
3: Yeah, I mean, is there? Do we miss any of the swear words? Like, do we have time to catch up
4: on anything we missed?
0: Oh no, we got them all. You guys are good. <laughs> you hit them all which i uh appreciate. Oddly um, enough, and i did not use them i do want to say yeah i know i'm very proud of both of you <laughs> very proud of both of you you get um, cookies i i do want to say we are at 1490 as of the end of this panel and i want to recognize we did get one notable donation that i want to point out from villain tom hanks who says you don't know me boom but you're about to, so I'm afraid we're all going to explode here in a second. I don't know that yeah! that <laughs> but uh, we appreciate that villain Tom Hanks uh, very much. Uh, let's go ahead and do uh, our first raffle of the day. We're just going to draw a name here. Uh, bear with me while I do this on the computer through magic here. We'll see what happens. Wait a minute.
4: It's magic?
1: Well, yeah, of course it's magic. It doesn't seem fair.
4: He's going to draw a
1: couple cards, gear up his mana, it's not so this is a uh, Jake's studying
4: face.
0: Yeah. Well, so it, it just gave me an error, so I don't know what's happening. So we are going to announce the winner
1: later. Eric <laughs> Johnson, come on down for your this is our prize. this is our first panel.
0: So you know we're going to have technical uh, hangups, like you know our moderator disappearing from sight for a minute. So it's fine. We'll get there though by the by the end <laughs> it of the day. was like
3: it was like twenty five
4: minutes, but it's cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah, we've you know.
2: only gone for an hour and a half. Come on, relax.
0: <laughs> so but if you want to enter the raffle, let me show you. We are going to put pictures of what the prizes are um, yeah. on our on our Facebook and social media and everything. You can buy tickets at you at give Utah RemoteCon 2020. Um, please enter the, the raffle there. Please donate if you can. We really appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much for being here. This was a fun panel. I think everybody had a good time. Um, it was a great way to kick off Utah Remote Con 2020. We really
4: appreciate it. Val is out of here. She's gone. She's hey, like, bye, yeah, Val. we're over. <laughs> She's like, That's it. That's the show. Jake's back. I got to go. She could
3: let out all the swear, the swear words she was saving yep.
4: up. She is, yeah. She's pretending she's at an actual con where she's got to run down the hall all the way across the convention center to the next panel.
0: Yep. Yeah. So the yeah. next panel, speaking of which, is going to be in just an hour or so. It's going to be Crack Brain Podcast Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea what they have in store for us, except that it will be a good time. That's what I'm counting on. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, they are great. They've been very good to come on and, and do this show. You guys have been great for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, everybody who stopped and watched and enjoyed part of your labor day with us. Uh, thank you again. And we'll see you later.
1: Thank thanks you so much, for having everybody. us. We'll see you at Craig's thing about sharks on Thursday. Woo! Sharks on Thursday, <laughs> but,
4: uh, one o'clock Two one o'clock. Because we're doing, um, Steven, Steven, Peggy the yep. uh, love so, story so from two Avengers. O'clock
0: mountain time one o'clock craig's time because yeah. he's on the west coast fancy i'm schmancy. in california
4: West Coast. i'm only six oh. miles from the beach too ben so i'm i'm 100 yards let's yeah but i do <laughs> uh, all right thank you, you guys have there. a great day Bye, Bye, guys. Bye.
6: <laughs> this has been a stolen droids media production